Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the MGR Cast, a podcast where I talk about collecting vintage Macs and all things related to that. In this episode, we'll be talking about iPods. So there are four different iPod models that have been released throughout history. The first was the original iPod Classic line, which came out in 2001. Next up came the iPod Nano, which was released in 2005. Then came the iPod Shuffle, which was released around the same time. And finally, it ended with the iPod Touch, which originally came out in 2007 alongside the first iPhone. So my personal experience with iPods includes my first iOS device that I've ever used being a fourth generation iPod Touch. For years, I use it for games and occasional music. And just to add to that, I still have it in the original packaging. Also, my family had an iPod Nano second generation, as in it was handed down from parent to sibling, but I never really remembered it, or I never really used it. So, the iPod Classic line originally released in 2001 with the first ever iPod. It was the beginning of the entire iPod lineup and was pretty revolutionary for the time. It had a mechanical scroll wheel that physically spun, not a touch or click wheel. It charged and synced with a FireWire 400 cable, not 30-pin dock like we're used to. Now, the second generation is basically identical to the first generation, so there's not much to talk about here. The third generation had a touch wheel, but it had the buttons on top, and they had a red glowing backlight. It was also the first iPod Classic to have a 30-pin connector instead of just FireWire. However, it required 30 pins of FireWire in order to sync. USB was not yet compatible with the iPod. Now, the fourth generation iPod Photo was the first one with a color display, and it was also the first iPod with a click wheel and buttons around the wheel like we're used to on old iPods. It was also the first one to be compatible with syncing over USB instead of FireWire. Next, there was the 5th gen iPod Video, which was the first one that could play back videos that were bought from iTunes and synced onto there. I personally have an iPod Video, and it's actually the only iPod Classic I currently have. The 6th generation was the first one to be officially called a Classic, the older ones were retrospectively referred to as Classics later on, and it had an aluminum and stainless steel frame instead of plastic on the front like the older generations. This was the end of the line for all plastic iPods. The seventh generation was a slight update and added a little bit more storage as well as it fixed a few things. And it was actually the last iPod Classic before they were discontinued in mid-2014. Now iPod Classics are very valuable in the used market and are worth over $100 sometimes in great condition, $150 plus if they're in the box. Now, I'll explain what iPods are still used for today and why they're still very popular. Right now, in this decade, iPods are very popular as just dedicated music players for distraction-free listening. What I mean by this is that nobody can call you or reach you on an iPod, which means you can can press pause and stop the music when you want to, not when someone else wants you to. Also, you can disconnect from a phone, which a lot of people really could use. Next up is the iPod Nano line. It was actually the thinnest iPod at the time with a click wheel and a screen. The first generation was stainless steel and plastic and were known for having battery issues so they were even recalled later on. They were only sold in black and white. The second generation was all aluminum and came in many colors. 
I personally have two second generation nanos. Both of them are silver. These iPods are ex affected by expanding batteries pressing against the display, or what DankPods refers to as the black spot. They were the successor to the iPod Mini, which were made similarly and were much thicker and older. They were the first ones to be made out of all aluminum and come in many colors. The Nano just borrowed from that, but except they made it a lot thinner. The third generation was basically a mini iPod Classic in many colors and all aluminum. It even has a mini click wheel, like it was shrunken down from the original design. The fourth and fifth generation were vertically oriented like the original Nanos, but they had a vertical screen and had video playback for the first time in the Nano lineup. These were also affected by major battery expansions, however they were never officially recalled. The 6th generation was a tiny watch-like device that people actually used as an Apple Watch long before the Apple Watch officially came out. It was basically a small touchscreen device. It wasn't really very iPod, it was more touchscreen. It was basically what like the Apple Watch looks like now, except an iPod. The 7th generation was like a tiny iPhone with a home button, and it was actually the thinnest device that Apple has still ever made. It was very unusual for the time, and it's the only iPod to officially come with Bluetooth. Next up is the iPod Shuffle line. The iPod Shuffle was the only iPod to not have any sort of screen. It only had control buttons and was designed to be allow you to shuffle through your music. It was only meant for people who really didn't have a large library or didn't really care to pick their own songs and would rather have them presented at random. The first generations were shaped like a flash drive and even had a cover with a lanyard. You could remove that cover and plug it directly into your keyboard and it looked like a little expansion of the aluminum Apple keyboard. The second and fourth generation were tiny squares with the buttons. They looked very similar but were slightly updated from each other. The third generation was very odd as it was just a tiny rectangle without any buttons that was designed to be clipped onto your clothes. It was actually controlled with the buttons on the ear pods that it came with and didn't have any buttons. This model was very unpopular. Finally, there were the iPod Touchline. These were made at the same time as the iPhone and they were designed to basically be an iPhone without the phone. They are all basically the same across the generations, with the 4th generation introducing the retina display at the same time as the iPhone 4. These are the only iPods that Apple still sells today, with an updated plastic iPhone 5-like design. That is all for this episode of the MGRCast. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.